You are listening to episode 65 of the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. Today, we are going to be looking always forward. You are listening to the Less Stress, More Fun podcast. I'm your host, certified coach Lisa Schwaller. Each week, we talk about how you can rise above the stress of modern living so that you can focus your energy on what matters most. All right, let's get started. Hello, how are you today? Oh, this is exciting. This episode is scheduled to be the first episode in 2023. How do you feel about New Year's? Do you get excited? Reflective? Do you feel optimistic? Or are you oh, maybe somebody who's like, eh, I'm not going to make resolutions. I never keep them anyway. Today, as I think about a new year dawning, I was thinking about this quote that has become a mantra for me, and I learned about it from watching television. So yes, boys and girls, television doesn't always rot your mind. It can actually be the source of incredible inspiration. I was watching this TV show called Imposters, and one of the characters had a motto, always forward, never back. And I was working on some projects at the end of 2022 when I was going through master coach training. I found that this saying was a very simple and effective way to get me in a certain mindset. Always forward, never back. Next week, we're going to be talking about the never back part. But today, I want to talk about always forward. So we are, in a way, if if you're going to Think of your life as a linear thing, forward, backwards, into the future, the past. You know, these are things that our language has given us to orient us in space and time. And in a way, we are just moving forward. There's nothing we can do about the past. Like, for example, what I said 30 seconds ago, I'm not going to be able to hit a rewind button and go back 45 seconds and restate it. I can start again. I can pause and then move forward. I really love this reminder that we're always in the present moment, moving towards the next moment of time as we understand time. We can't go in reverse. All we can do is take actions in the present and moving forward. I think that a lot of times we have a certain preference for focusing either on the past. That can be, you know, kind of beneficial in some ways. I mean, historians look at the past for themes and learnings to help educate us about moving forward. Some people have a future focus, and it's very positive, and it can be a little bit of a drawback. And then some people are just really in the now, very much just in whatever's happening now, and their mind doesn't time travel. Although I would say most people's minds do tend to go first to the past or to the future. And what does it even mean to have a forward or future focus? It means that you're not necessarily mining through your experiences for lessons or, you know, for even definitions of your capability. You're not like, well, I was never good at math in school, so dot, dot, dot. And Quite honestly, a lot of us really 
do live in that kind of pattern of thinking. We look to our past to determine our capabilities. And people with a really expansive forward or future focus tend to look more at what they want to create and they just figure they'll pick up the skills and capabilities and even personality characteristics along the way. What I want to talk about for a few minutes is the fact that there are stressful, no fun ways to dwell on the future, and there are less stress, more fun ways to live into the future. But let's start with the the ones that tend to be contractive or limiting. I think in one hand, there's the someday fantasies, and people will use this almost as a way to escape the decisions that they have of, oh, I'll start investing when I get my next pay raise, or I will, I will wait till the 1st of January to go on that workout program that I've had my eyes on. They'll put off into someday, someday in the future, Monday, I'll do it the first of the month, next week. And those are actually really stressful ways to use the future because it assumes that the person that you are today isn't going to want to or be capable of, but something, something almost mystical is going to happen to where tomorrow you is going to suddenly be able to follow through on what today you cannot or will not. And I think that actually can really drain our batteries. This someday escape fantasy to the just kicking the can to the future. I also think there's when there's a lot of like worry or uncertainty about the future. And let's be really honest and clear here. The fact is the future is uncertain. Even with all of your best planning and intentions, the future is uncertain. And we are all subject to forces that are beyond our personal control. There are, you know, political things, financial things, health things, weather events. There are things that we just can't plan for, predict, or control. And that's just part of life. Life is uncertain. Even just the uncertainty of maybe something we prefer today is going to change and we'll have different preferences in the future. And I find that people who worry, they're trying basically to control the future through today's worry. That is a very stressful way to have a relationship with the future. So what's the alternative? Well, there are a couple of less stress, more fun ways that you can actually live into the future. And the first is just to think of it as a workshop of possibilities, as a sandbox, as a you know, a creative studio, as you were. What I find really interesting is that there's, in my lifetime, and I've seen it get more intense with social media, is this idea that we should be good at things right away. We should, if you're going to be an artist, that you're a good artist because you produce good things. If you're a writer, you're a good writer because you're good at it from the beginning. That there doesn't seem to be, at least from from my purview, and again, it could be the nature of the work that I do, there doesn't seem to be a lot of tolerance for workshopping, testing, experimenting, and yet that is what we can use the future to do, is to actually add that deliberately into our life. And think about 
you know, like in in the future workshop or in the future studio, what do I want to experiment with? You know, like to use an a, a metaphor of an artist, maybe a an artist has done watercolor for decades. And they go into the studio and they're like, you know, I've always wanted to try my hand at sculpture. I wonder what that would be like. And it's kind of a, a silly metaphor, maybe, but I love to think about the future being this studio where you can just test out different identities. You can test out different mediums. You can test out different approaches. You can play with scenario. It's just a playground. And when you think about your future and you think about like, for example, it's, you know, a new year and you think about what would I like to create this year? You're playing in the possibility of the future. And that can be a really interesting way to, to dream. And I think that's an important element to point out is that this is your future. You know, you, you, you can look into the future and say, Oh, in May, I want to have taken a weekend trip with my family and I would like to be, you know, eating more leafy greens. I don't know. Whatever it is that's maybe on your wish list that you think is going to improve your quality of life. And so those may be obvious dreams to you. But what about just even playing with the possibility of, putting different things on the menu. Like maybe you want to go test drive a sports car or do something that you never even thought was possible for you. Like like dress up, like overdress for a week and see what happens. That actually, I'm laughing. I think that's so silly that maybe I should do that myself. Is like what kinds of really maybe off the wall or if this if this was a different life, if I was a different person, I might dot, dot, dot this year. What can you put on your dreamscape? Not necessarily that you're committing to doing it, but it's so fun to think about. Like, you know, to be honest, I, I work from home most of the time. I'm usually in my comfy pants because I'm sitting down all day. What would it be like to wear, I don't know, prom dresses every day for a week? Like what? What kind of experience might I have with myself if I went opposite? What is that in the Seinfeld? George had like this period where he was like opposite. Whatever I've been doing so far hasn't worked. So I'm going to go opposite. <laughs> I think that's a fun way to play with your future possibility. And I think he was onto something too. So that is what I want to open the year with for you is. What if you were to take on this mantra, always forward, never back, for yourself in this new year? And what would that always forward part look like for you? How would you establish and cultivate and have fun with a relationship with your future self? If you were thinking, I'm always moving forward, who am I going to be? You know, just ask yourself those questions. Who is that person in the future? Where are they going? What are they doing? You know, really just playing with that possibility. And I think that it's tempting for a lot of people to set really grand goals for a new year. And basically what they're trying to do is evolve their personality through these behaviors. 
And I think one thing that can really change your behaviors and your identity and get you everything that you want is to to think in short-term, future-focused ways. If I do this today, how am I going to feel about it tomorrow? What can I do today that tomorrow me is going to be really proud of? I'm always moving forward to become tomorrow me. And how can I really set her up to to be ready for the tomorrow after that and the tomorrow after that? So with that, I have an invitation for you. I would invite you to list five things that you would like to create in the next seven days, just one week, and put a note on your calendar listing those things. You know, three things, five things. I want to go more than five. And then make that intention. You can put doing those activities on the calendar if you like. But when you hit that marker, this is this is something I've done and it's really fun. I'll just put, you know, in the calendar invite, you know, like, um, you know, in the subject line, I'll put something like work in progress, five work in progresses. And then I'll list those five things in the body of the email. And when I get to that day, I ask myself like, oh, did I make progress on that? How did I feel about that? And most importantly, like the person who set those goals, those little mini one-week goals, you know, what was she thinking would happen and what actually happened? And really, that can be a way, a very practical, small way to tighten up that relationship between today you and tomorrow you. So try that this week. Just make a little calendar invite, list the three to five things you want to create. And when you get there, just assess. Is it, was it what I thought it would be like? What was different? What was better? What was unusual? And how, what can I learn the next time I set a mini goal for tomorrow me? It can be really, really a very simple, easy, lightweight way to bring more fun into your life. And over time, the more fun you're having being you, the less room there will be for stress. All right. Oh, happy new year, all of you. I can't wait to spend this year with you. And let's go always forward. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, please rate and review wherever you listen. This will help other listeners find the show and bring less stress, more fun out into the world. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you next week.